Yes, the early drive show with Peter Vlahos on this Thursday. Of course, AFL action tonight between Brisbane and also Richmond. You'll hear it live right through on the SEN network and certainly on the radio station you're listening to me on right now, whether it's in Perth, through the southwest, Goldfields uh, in the Peel region on DAB Plus Radio or on the SENWA app. It's Brisbane against Richmond from 5 o'clock. But uh, there is a big game happening down in Mandurah on Sunday afternoon. In fact, just take note, gets underway at 10 minutes past midday and it is a mini elimination final for these clubs. Earlier in the week, I spoke to Jeff Valentine, the coach of the Peel Thunder Footy Club, and today we speak to Adam Pickering, uh, the coach of the Swan Districts uh, Footy Club. Adam, thanks for your time. No problem at all, Peter. Happy to be here, mate. What a, to you. what a game last week against West Perth. Who have been, in many ways, the trendsetters of the WAFL competition this season. At one stage, and I, I haven't checked it, but they were top in the league, reserves, and also the Colts. It's been a powerful club this season, West Perth. And last week against the Falcons, it was a real heart stopper for you. Yeah, yeah, they have been, mate. And just for your information, they still are top in all three grades. So it's um, they've had a great season as a footy club. Um, and, yeah, yeah it, was a, it was a great result for us. We um, yeah, Not many people thought we'd win. Um, in fact, my six-year-old son told me on Saturday morning that we'll probably lose <laughs> <laughs> as I woke up, um, which was a good start to the day. But, but the boys, um, boys were terrific. They, uh, they stuck to the plan. They competed really hard and... Um, and yeah, it just just showed you how much it meant to them to to give us a chance to extend our season again. So yeah, great day for the footy club actually. And also, it was a great day last week because I gather you might have been inspired by the premiership teams of eighty two, eighty three, and eighty four who were down there watching the match. Yeah, yeah it was. It was. Um, so we got to wear our, our retro jersey with no sponsors and and names of our legends on the front, um, and then floating around the rooms pregame, um, some of those premiership heroes just sort of looking around the rooms to see if they'd changed too much. Um, got to meet some some legends of our footy club. Um, so, yeah, it was it was a pretty good day. And then to, to add on to that, it was our past players' day as well. So the, the cam bar was full and upstairs was full. And um, it was great to get away with a win because uh, awards at, at 6 o'clock that night, it was chock-a-block and shoulder-to-shoulder. So, yeah, great day for the footy club. Mm. Before we talk more about the team and also a couple more questions about last weekend's dramatic win, you know, the young generation, Adam, you know about the history of the Swan Districts Footy Club because you're in a different uh, demographic, if we can term it that way. Do you try and embrace the history of the club with your playing squad that predominantly is fairly young? Yeah, we do. We absolutely do. We, um, I know at the start of the year... Uh, last year, it was a bit hard with COVID this year, but we got our, um, I guess our local store in Des Hardiman, who's on the board, to come in and, and go through our premiership eras to the group and just how they got got to where they were and uh, the type of players and type of coaches that were involved in those um, those eras. Um, and then when we come up with these reunions, I know last year we had the 60s reunion and it's a big day against East Perth and we were lucky enough to get a win. We we always try and educate the players on on what happened and how much it actually meant to, to not just the footy club but the, the town and the area. Um, and it was the same this year. Uh, just, just a little reminder, probably not as in-depth this year, but a little reminder to these guys that 
days like that for our footy club where we celebrate our history and our, our premiership heroes are really important to to people around the, the town and, and the footy club. So we do, we try and educate, we try and embrace and, and tell these guys that it could be them mm. in, in 20 years' time or 40 years' time. Um, and, you know, for a younger generation, these guys have, have really listened and, and tried to learn and embrace it. And it was, it was good to see a few of our guys get to meet the player that wore that number in that era um, and just have a yarn and, and talk about their, their time at Swan Districts. And most of them are, are still there week in, week out, or not maybe not week in, week out, but they're still floating around the club and have a, a real vested interest in how we're going. So to answer your question, mate, that was a probably long-winded, but, yeah, definitely. Mm. We, we try and embrace our history for sure. You need to win the last two games, starting with last week, uh, to have a chance of playing finals of football in the WAFL. And, of course, it is cutthroat down there in, uh, at Peel Thunder this Sunday. Just regarding last week, at one stage, West Perth led by 16 points early in the second quarter. There was a low-scoring game. In the end, the final scoreline was 9-5 to 6-11. So you kicked nine goals for the game, but you kicked four goals in that final term to come from, in a low-scoring game, a fair way behind to snatch it. What was the reason for that? I was all part of the plan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, look, it was a bit of a breeze um, going to the scoreboard end, um, to the to the Guildford end, I guess. And we were lucky enough to only be a couple of goals down and um, kicking with the breeze in the last quarter. So that that may have had a little bit to do with it, but. I, the nuts and bolts of it, mate, I think it was just the playing group that really dug in and, and felt like they were right in the game. And all we had to do was hit the scoreboard early. And and then the, the belief kicked in and the canvas got rolling and the, the grandstand got rolling. And it, and it was a really, really good atmosphere. And, um, yeah, it, I don't think there was one, one thing that sort of got us over the line more mm. just a collective that... The stars aligned and, and our guys got on a bit of a roll and, and we were able to negate West Perth for that last quarter, really. And, um, yeah, we were lucky enough to get away with the win. I know you got fired up in that last two and Toby Watson got injured. The uh, play wasn't halted. And, of course, West Perth won possession of the ball. You were one man down on the field and they went to the other end and scored a goal. Firstly, how is Toby? And what about that situation last week? You must have been furious that the, ball was, uh, the game wasn't pulled up. <laughs> were you in the box? Hey, I know you were furious. <laughs> I got my spies. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, look, in the third quarter, it's um, yeah, Toby got got concussed, and um, he, he's okay now. He, he's he's had a couple of days symptom free and um, feeling a lot better. I know the first couple of days were pretty rough. He had a couple of headaches and a, a little bit nauseous, um, but the last forty-eight hours have been pretty good for him. So. Uh, he'll go through his 12-day protocol that everyone goes through when they suffer concussion, so he'll miss this week. Um, but he should be right to go for the first week of the finals if we make it through. Uh, in regards to that situation, it's actually up to the umpire's call. So I know a few years ago the rule the rule was that the game would only stop if it was uh, a stretcher coming out on the ground, but I'm not sure when it ticked over, but now it's up to the umpire's discretion. So... If they feel like the player's in danger or need, the game needs to stop, they can stop the game. Um, and it actually happened a couple of times earlier for West Perth where the, the game was stopped and the player was able to leave the field and, and be able to replace them. So they had 18 men on the field. 
And, and I just felt at the time, mate, that um, it was probably a good scenario where they could have stopped the game um, and let us get a, a, a player on to even it up. Because at the time, Toby was was not in a great great way. He couldn't walk without any help. So we had two trainers carrying him off, basically, and the ball was coming down and <laughs> went straight past him mm. and they kicked the goal. So, mm. as you said, in a tight game and a low-scoring affair, every every sort of goal and score mattered. It was... Um, yeah, it was, it was a bit frustrating at the time, but yeah. just like I tell my players, you make a mistake, you got to move on, and you tried to move on, and lucky enough to get away with it. You won't know the exact makeup of the Peel Thunderfooty Club side until tonight, later today, when of course the AFL squad is uh, basically released. Uh, Lloyd Meek, of course, was dominant for Peel last week against Bailey Williams. Uh, in a, a great performance, and he may get called up to the AFL side this weekend. If he doesn't, he'll play for Peel. So it's a big ask of Matthew Germs, who I believe played very well last week and is a key for Swans winning this match, you'd think, on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Lloyd's um, had a terrific year. He's, he's really developed into a, a very, very good footballer. Um, I remember when he first came on the scene, he was in and out of the, the seniors and reserves at Peel. Um, uh, they had so many tools. He's he's grown, he's filled out, he's um, developed his game, and he's having some dominant games um, in the waffle, especially, and, and holding his own when he goes up to AFL level. So you're right, he's he's going really well, and, and Jersey will will have his um, uh, work cut out for him against him. He he did go pretty well against him last time, though. Um, from memory, he, he sort of held his own. It was. Oh, I can't remember what the hitouts were for, from from last time, but I know he was he was pretty good. I think he had about forty on himself, and and Lloyd had just over forty, so it was a pretty good battle. Um, and and I, I'm really confident that Matt will be able to stand up and, and compete really hard. Um, I'm not sure one one guy will dominate the other. I think it'll be a really really good contest. Um, so yeah, it's it's going to be a challenge for Matt, but it's a challenge for all of us. Though. They might have fifteen or sixteen dockers rolling around who are full time professionals. Um, we've got blokes coming off the tools on a Saturday morning last week, yeah, so yeah. it's going to be it's going to be a challenge. But um, as we showed last week, we're up for it. So yeah. we're really really excited about it. Interesting, as I let you go, Luke Beveridge, the coach of the Western Bulldogs, was asked about the the road trip to Perth and playing the Fremantle Dockers on their home patch. Uh, on Saturday night, and he says there's real belief in this uh, squad. This is Luke Beveridge, and that belief is sometimes very important. Is there real belief in your squad that you can go deep into the finals if you win on Sunday? Yeah, 100% there is, mate. We, um, uh, last week showed that, I think. Um, got beat by 80-odd points against East Fremantle two weeks ago now. Um, very easy to turn up the next week and not not put in an effort, um, but these guys realised that was a bit of a blip on the radar and they turned up with with some real confidence and, and aggression and, and showed they could match it with the best in the comp and, and we've beaten every team in the competition bar East for Mantle. Um, so there is there's a genuine belief amongst our squad in, in both grades that you know if we're at our best, uh, we'll challenge anyone and, and we can make a little run run at it. I mean, this is an elimination final, so our finals have started a couple of weeks earlier than everyone, and, and we're ready for it. Good stuff. Uh, thanks for joining us, Adam. I'm looking forward to being down there and uh, calling the game with Steve Malaxis and Jimmy Williams for the SEN Network throughout Western Australia on uh, Sunday. 12-10, it gets underway. Good luck, mate. Look forward to seeing you down there on Sunday. Thanks, Peter. Appreciate the time, mate.
Yeah, thanks, Adam Pickering. Should be a beauty. Look forward to having your company from midday on Sunday for Peel Thunder against Swan Districts. That's it for the early drive with Peter Vlahos. All thanks to Toolmart, the Complete Tool Centre. Look forward to your company on Saturday morning between 9 and 11. Saturday with Peter Vlahos. Look forward to bringing you the full preview on the big AFL match between the Fremantle Dockers and the Western Bulldogs and also wrapping up basically the AFL final series to date. That's between 9 and 11 on Saturday morning on the SENWA network. Look forward to your company then. Thanks, Jimmy, and uh, thanks to Lee. Look forward to your company again, as I said, on Saturday. Have a great afternoon.